Hey guys, welcome to Chess Talk. This is your horse. <laughs> I'm a horse. <laughs> this is your horse. Your horse. Oh my god. Hey guys, welcome to Chess Talk. This is Carlos, and uh, with me this week are Eddie, Cody. So <laughs> you're, you're a terrible horse. <laughs> We're here to play chess and talk. I don't. I don't know what the score is because I told Eddie to find that out before the episode. And he's on his phone. And he hasn't done it yet. I don't even know what color I am. Help me. <laughs> um. Hey, this is Eddie. <laughs> you already said that, Eddie. <laughs> well, last time we played chess, the score was thirty-eight to forty-nine to two. This week, Cody is black and I am white, and I'm going to start this off. All right, guys. So, what's going on this week? I don't know. I'm Great. sure. I'm sure, half of this episode's getting edited out because we can't talk. We apologize, by the way, for the do we lengthy Mass Effect. <laughs> Dude, everybody loves Mass Effect, especially now. This they got all the backstory. They got all the lore. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, I'm really invested. Yeah. Well, maybe we should do something else this time. Nah. We're gonna decipher and deconstruct and reconstruct the entire Goosebumps series by R.L. Stein. Who? It's your move, Cody. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to Chess Talk, um, where you play chess and talk. Episode 24. Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. We had, <laughs> we had James, we had Devin, then we had Carlos, and then we have Carlos squared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carlos just lives here, so happy to have him back again. They won't let me out of the studio. <laughs> we tried to, you just can't figure it out. <laughs> the door's unlocked. <laughs> this is your home now. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's really hot outside. I don't know if you guys knew that. It's been storming a lot. It has been, huh? I don't like that. Neither do I. <laughs> it That's... gets really hot right before it starts like raining super hard. Thunderstorms are actually like one of my um, weirdly irrational fears that I can't figure out why. Like, they just freak me out super bad. Like, I refuse to go outside when there's a storm going on. And, like... This is true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been... It's been getting better, but before, like, even if I was inside the house, I'd get freaked out, and I just wouldn't like it, but now I've had to, like, drive home in the storms or drive to work during a storm, so I've gotten more used to it. Yeah, I don't like I don't like Thunderstorms are pretty cool. I like them, but I don't, I don't like tornadoes, because Twister. <laughs> you don't have any, like, personal experience with tornadoes, though? No, I watched travels. the movie Twister, and I was like, I don't want to move to Kansas ever. <laughs> just Kansas? Well, I mean, that's where Wizard of Oz took place. <laughs> you don't want to go to Wizard of Oz? I mean, I'd like to go to Wizard of Oz, but if I have to go through a tornado to get there, just count me out. What about you, Carlos? How do you feel about thunderstorms and or Twister? I like uh, thunderstorms when I'm not driving through them. I had a really bad experience like a month ago. Really? Where Did you get hit? I, yeah, I got hit by a flash flood. and oh. I was. <laughs> I thought you meant by a lightning bolt. I was even like, oh my god. <laughs> uh... And I was driving pretty much through, like, floodwaters. I could feel, like, the water, like, being as high as my car's tires and just rushing underneath my feet. Uh, And it was really, really bad. Like, there were garbage cans floating down the street in boxes. Where were you? I was on Sahara and Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to get home. Yeah, that, no. 
That's pretty scary. Like, I would, I don't know what I would do if, like, I was caught in a flash flood and the water just, like, rising up to your tires, because if it just, like, picks you up, it's like, well, there I go. Good thing I got this <laughs> boat feature installed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone laughed at me, but look at them now. <laughs> oh, man. That was pretty bad. So it's not really, like, thunderstorms, you just don't like heavy rain. Not the game, but the, the physical. It's a great game. Yeah, 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 no, they're they're comfy when I'm inside, and I could just look out the window. But mm-hmm. I I refuse to look out windows when there's thunderstorms going on. <laughs> like it's gonna get me. There was one time where I was in Chicago, Chicago. Uh, for a music festival, and I was with my friend Andrew, and Ginger. they evacuated the park during the day because there was a thunderstorm coming, or there was just a big storm, and uh, so we evacuated the park, and this is Grant Park. It's one of the biggest parks in Chicago. I remember looking at one direction and just seeing like, oh look, you know, <laughs> not the band. <laughs> I, 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 didn't looked, say I looked in one single direction and I saw just like sun and whatnot. I was like, what are you talking about? And then I looked down like another street and I just see these dark clouds like you just bellowing saw, like, more in, door? like through the city. It was like the coolest thing. Like the skyscrapers were like going past the clouds, so like wow. it was just creeping into the city. Wow. And I remember saying... That's like saying, a Avengers movie or something. Yeah. Like, about <laughs> to show much. up. Andrew and I, we, like, decided to, like, start walking to, like, a establishment that would let us, like, you know, stay inside. Didn't you go into, like, a coffee shop or something? There we, was, like, we, a ton of people there. We went into Starbucks, and it was somewhat packed, but then the rain started happening, and people just kind of filled the Starbucks. Yeah. We were on the corner, and, like, dude, it got dark. Like, everything, like, the whole sky darkened. Water's just <laughs> pouring, dude. And is really loud and the thunder's really loud and there's lightning flashes and I just remember thinking we definitely don't get this in Vegas <laughs> but I mean not this excessive or violent and then there was a double decker bus like a tour bus I remember like passing by the window and people were actually on, on the side. top level in ponchos <laughs> and they were still giving the tour and oh I remember everyone God. in the Starbucks started cheering um, it was a really cool moment it, the storm lasted for about 20 minutes and then Jesus. it dried off and then they let everyone back into the uh, into the uh festival yeah. it was it was a pretty intense thunderstorm yeah, I, I, I know you would have not appreciated i would have been in the bathroom of starbucks so i'd be <laughs> like see you guys <laughs> just throwing out <laughs> no i wouldn't throw up i would just be in like in the corner i'm so scared i'm just, like, sitting there <laughs> just like make sure the fan's on keep flushing the toilet so i don't hear anything <laughs> just, our water bill's like three thousand dollars <laughs> feel like the flushing of a toilet would be more irritating than just having to confront with like a fear of thunderstorms how is a flushing toilet irritating you, you said flushing it like a lot yeah it's that noise it's i don't like it it's, <laughs> well, it's that's just you it doesn't it's mean irritating everybody. to me it's just like ugh. i've never heard someone complain about the sound of a flushing toilet <laughs> i think that's more of a you problem it's just like, <laughs> god i hate that <laughs> i thought everybody was just like on the same page about it that no. nobody had to argue. so like when you go to flush the toilet are you like dreading that moment where you have to actually flush it no it's just you'd rather not have to <laughs> not flush the toilet I, apparently that's what you're saying <laughs> no it's it's just annoying you? <laughs> it's annoying to me not was... that bad oh, yeah, yeah right. not that so bad are you trying I to tell me that right, what's the most annoying sound you can think of what <laughs> yeah you just left it right open my bad big old dummy apparently a toilet flushing is the most annoying sound <laughs> apparently I think, no. honestly, like, babies crying is pretty annoying. Yeah, I would say that. For sure. Like, I don't know, I feel like you're biologically supposed to feel like you want to help them. 
don't do that. <laughs> but for me, I'm like, I biologically want to get away from them. Just <laughs> stop. Like it's like a it's like a bomb. Like it's like a repellent. I'm just like no, <laughs> no. Time to leave. Let me put as many walls between me and that thing. What's <laughs> the most annoying sound? I think alarm clocks at really early times in the morning are the most annoying sound. Uh, that's just something you have to deal with. I don't know. I, well, I'm just used babies to are something you have to deal with too. No, they aren't. <laughs> You're one of those guys who just like leaves them on doorsteps. <laughs> I'm not Dumbledore, okay? <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me Dumbledore? Doesn't like the sound of babies crying. Well, he left Harry on the front porch. What's an annoying sound? Tinnitus. Why are you kicking it out? Tinnitus is an annoying sound. <laughs> and like, I, I get it sometimes. Sometimes I get it, like after I leave a show. Oh yeah. Or if like I'm listening to music and then I just like pause it suddenly, it just like Whee! creeps in. Yeah. Jesus, man. I'm bowling and playing chess. I can see that. Everybody's favorite game. Yay. So, is that your most annoying noise sound? Tinnitus? Yeah. Or do you have, like, <laughs> I, a real... I, I think so, like... I... Are you going to put that, like, in your eHarmony facts page? Like, I, <laughs> I think tinnitus is the most annoying sound in the world. I mean, I don't really think Second of... Second worst, flushing a toilet. <laughs> I don't really sit down and, wow, like, a write a list of the most annoying sounds I could think of. Yeah, but you could just think, like, I immediately thought of a baby crying. Most annoying sound. Uh... Oh, rakes scraping against concrete. How often do you hear that? Um, <laughs> Only in the fall. I'm, I'm glad I don't hear it enough. <laughs> I've never really thought of that. That doesn't bother me too much. It's it's like a... It's similar to like nails on a chalkboard. Or what about like when you scrape your fork on a plate? Or something like that? Yes. No. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. It's loud, so it like hurts my ears, but I'm not like... I don't like cringe or whatever. Because of the noise. Maybe I'm just more tolerant, unlike you. Jeez. Coming from the guy who hates babies. I, yeah. You hear that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to defend it, but I was like, nah. <laughs> Yesterday. so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Yesterday. So, this past week, Eddie and I went to this film festival here in our wonderful city of Las Vegas. Do you want to tell us more about it, Eddie? Yeah, sure. Um, so, this is my very first uh, film festival that I've ever attended. Um, apparently, it went on for a whole full week, but Carlos and I was only were only fortunate enough to get uh, just, you know, tickets for the day. Um, we checked out a cool short film block where they showed about, I think, eight short films in about an hour and a half, and then we watched a feature film later in the evening. Um, overall, I had a great time. I would love to go to another film festival, but we did see some really, really cool films that we would like to tell you all about. Uh, I think the most un universally liked one we could oh. recommend was uh, Bad Guy Number 2. Dude. Oh, yeah, because that was what caught your eye when you were looking at the list. You're like, oh, bad guy number two. Like you wanted to see that really yeah. bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it ended up being like really, really, really. Funny. It was just a short film, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's about 15 minutes long. Oh, wow. 10 to 15 minutes, yeah. Is it kind of what the name implies? Yeah. Like yeah. The, like the kind of background <laughs> I mean, villain or whatever, the henchman. Mm -hmm. yeah, basically, yeah. That's cool. And uh, his motivation to become bad guy number one. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. It uh, at when the film first started it doesn't tell you right away 
and it's just like it's this really like almost like cheesy setting where this like kingpin is talking to his henchmen about how they messed up a job and i was like what this is really like this looks kind of cheesy i'm not sure yet and then the kingpin grabs an arrow on his desk and throws it at one of his henchmen and like the the camera cuts to the henchman and like he has an arrow sticking through his neck and head and he's just bleeding everywhere <laughs> and like right there you kind of tell like okay it this knows is, this is gonna be that kind of film yeah, <laughs> yeah no and uh the practical effects as when the because the director it was directed by chris mckinroy yes and wow man it was it reminded i mean you said it reminded you of like you know, well, you said something. You said that Sam Raimi would really like this movie <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much like blood and guts and gore. There's a and the effects are so practical and over the top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just it, it made it like funny and gruesome, and it that's what made the films. And even the director too, like during the Q and A, even said like, yeah, he got a lot of his inspiration for practical effects and like the film from like Evil Dead, um, Army of Darkness, and whatnot. So. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where this guy accidentally dumps acid on his head. And How do you just, accidentally do that? Um, there's a he, way. He hit, he hit, like, the He, he hit it over his head, like, holding the bucket over his head. And then he was going to walk into this cage, and, like, the cage, like, it clipped it. And he ended up dumping it on himself. I feel like that'd be, like, tip number one when carrying a vat of acid. Don't, Don't do it, it over, over your head. head. Well, I mean, this is that kind of film. So. Uh, and, uh, that was Larry. bad guy number three? <laughs> yeah, pretty Actually, much. I think it was number three, yeah. And he... So he dumps the acid on his head, and, like, there's a... It... It's kind of like... There's so much screen time of, like, the process of this guy, like, just... Melting. Melting. Like, it's like, like if you ever seen, like, um, the original, like, The Wolfman, some of the transition scenes, like... Or like you know, time lapse of him like turning into the Wolfman, and this it kind of cut back and forth between bad guy number two and then the guy who's like dying, and every time it cut back to the, like the henchman or bad guy number three, like <laughs> he would look more and more like gore and progressively worse. Yeah, like it was it was great. Pus, w- <laughs> Pus started shooting out of his eye like and then out of his mouth, <laughs> and just it's it was great. <laughs> really, really enjoyed. But it. Doesn't he end up like? He's grabbing his head, like, out of pain, and he ends up, like, splitting his face apart. Oh, yeah, oh that my did happen. God. It was pretty nasty, but really funny. But that was, that was one of my favorite films that night. Um, there was another film that I think you probably like. Um, it's called The Foreigner, which is, like, a documentary mm-hmm. short film directed wow. by Jonathan Sutek. And it deals with a computer game tournament. Tournament? 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 Terminator? It deals with a computer game tournament. <laughs> in 2011 centered around the Starcraft series Starcraft number 2 yeah, yeah, yeah and um yeah it was I mean I'm not a big Starcraft fan nor do I know anything mm-hmm. really about it but I can just say that this film like really caught my attention and yeah, I was yeah. like with it for the whole how ride. long is it about like 20 minutes it seems okay. yeah but did it say what tournament or is it you don't remember it was, it was in, in Columbus, Columbus Ohio, Ohio. Yeah. yeah and it was just the first uh US tournament i think yeah or, and basically like the first like u.s competitor to actually go against like the koreans and do good because the koreans apparently are very very good oh, at starcraft oh, too yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like their culture pretty much <laughs> no and they they uh the director definitely showed that yeah he did where, a lot of backstory planning. like yeah. compared to u.s events involving starcraft 2 
Korea just blows out of the water like there's Every cheerleaders. Time. There's people yeah. in suits standing around. Yeah. yeah, the StarCraft scene is like what the NFL is like in America. That's exactly yeah. how you can compare it. They're just completely different. I thought it was a really good documentary, especially mm-hmm. documentary. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, Cody. Documentary. Tomato, tomato, Cody. Rolls off the tone. Tone. God, that isn't even. <laughs> Where, like, it brings up a subject you could not give a crap about, and then it just sucks you in. There's a lot of people like I can tell like when it started and it started talking about StarCraft. I can definitely like... tell that there were some people. Kind of, yeah, like exactly like. <laughs> A couple groans here and there, but by the end of it, people were so like with it. Like by mm-hmm. the end of it, people you can actually hear people's like reactions to the film. Yeah, it was pretty pumped up. Yeah, <laughs> does like, it follow like one, like Starcraft? <laughs> does it follow like a set of people or just like the tournament in general? Person. One person. Yeah. Uh, the American going against the Koreans. I mean, Everybody. He, he's the foreigner, you know. Yeah, that's cool. And he pretty much went to high school in it. Korea. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a spoiler. I mean, just, just more backstory about, yeah. like, the guy who's, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. underdog, you know? Yeah. Uh, he went to high school in Korea where he trained with a group of StarCraft players. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually, like, this guy is pretty much a jerk. And he was kind of, like, secluded because nobody else really liked him. And he eventually moved back to the States. And when the tournament happened, it was, like, almost his redemption in a sort of way. Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh it's called The Foreigner, I think. Yeah, yeah that's Foreigner. what Eddie said. Yeah, I really liked it. Those were like definitely two of the uh, short films that really stood out. Um, oh, and then your friend's film. Carlos oh. has a friend, uh, Befriended Directors. He has a friend? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, and uh, these friends of mine managed to get their film into the festival, and it's called uh, God's Filth. <laughs> Lovely. By uh, Spencer and Garrett Wilson. The Wilson brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. It's about this guy who comes back from vacation to find that his friend has a gimp. Just a ser- like as a servant though, like yeah, cleaning a, a house, house like a housemaid. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, trust me. Everyone kind of was like, "What?" <laughs> it's just and he just like. It, he cooks and cleans for him. But yeah. wearing a gimp suit the whole yeah. time. Yeah, well, a gimp mask. Yeah, not even a suit. Like and he wears oven like, mitts. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a spatula yeah. that he wields as a weapon. Um, that's basically the log line of it, I guess you can say. And it was very entertaining. It was a oh, very, very funny You can't point. move there. Oh, what are you doing? Move my piece back. Okay. And there was another film by the name Zealous. Oh yeah, Zealous uh, or Zelos, however you want to say it, which was directed by <clears throat> Thorana. It was directed by. <laughs> it's one of those Icelandic <laughs> names. <laughs> I apologize, but it's Thorana. Do your best. Sigurd Dar- Dardotir. Let me see. Thorana Sigurd. Dardotir. I feel like there was way too many syllables. All right, it was directed by Thorana Sigurdardotir, and I apologize if that sounds wrong. But the premise of it is just about a woman who hires or purchases a clone of herself from this company that manufactures clones, and that way she is able to focus on things that she wants to focus on, while her clone, you know, does things like you know clean up at the house, you know, take care of her kids, stuff like that. Um, really interesting 
premise really interesting you know just thought process mm -hmm. going into it um but i really really liked it would recommend it's kind of can't move there watch me whip it has the same like setting vibes as her yeah it had that yeah that same feel for or sure. like that vague futuristic society mm -hmm. but not like unrealistically futuristic mm -hmm. that's cool and it's just yeah, it kind of ended up being like really sad. A lot of, a lot of the short films ended up being pretty sad. Yeah, the block that we caught was just very just sad. <laughs> gotta gotta get those emotions. That's how you remember it. I mean, I guess. <laughs> no, it was really good. And then uh, the feature film that we watched later that night was uh, French Dirty. That was Carlos's movie to see, right? Yeah, yes. and I'm so glad we saw it. Very <laughs> that was a about like that feature length. It was a full movie pretty much yeah i think yeah. it was about 15 minutes shy of being an actual feature-length film oh okay but um it was the longest movie you saw that night it was yeah for sure it was and it was directed by two brothers um the wilson brothers <laughs> close <laughs> wade elaine marcus and jesse elaine marcus that's not close <laughs> anyways um yeah it was like an hour and 12 minutes but it was really good um it's about a guy named vincent who falls in love is with anybody french no yeah <laughs> well, no yeah uh, uh, yeah, that's true. There's Frenching in the movie. <laughs> Frenching? Yeah. Yeah. French kissing. Oh. I've never heard it called Frenching. <laughs> and, yeah, it's about this guy named Vincent who... Falls in love with his best friend's girlfriend. Well, he's already... He kind of is already in love with her the first time they meet, but since he has a girlfriend... He passes her along to his best friend who doesn't have a girlfriend... And his best friend ends up falling in love with her, and she ends up falling in love with him. And he kind of stands at the sidelines, wishing, kind of almost like envying him, even though he has a girlfriend. And, in, you know, without... I mean, you can kind of tell already, like, the, his current relationship doesn't go well because of that reason. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's like, it's like how the director said. The whole movie's about a guy who sleeps with his best friend's girlfriend <laughs> and spends the whole day thinking, about, thinking it. about it. Yeah. And it, kind of tossing over memories. It's, uh, it's, there's, like, the regular timeline where it's, like, that day. Mm -hmm. But throughout the entire day, he, he there's, like, flashbacks he in the form of memories, memories mm -hmm. I guess. That's exactly right. So he'll be thinking about, like, his best friend, and he'll show, like, home footage of them hanging out. And it's, which, like, I thought it would made it... A lot more sad just yeah it was more impactful but it yeah it was very it was much more impactful for sure but i really enjoyed it yeah i, I really 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 enjoyed it that sounds like a good movie i like movies that do the end shows like there was an episode of scrubs yeah where they do that or like um the main premise is like taking place further along but it keeps jumping back to something that happened like the day before the week before two weeks before and so i like movies or shows that do that mm. and like how breaking bad would like prelude to the end of the season at the start of the season and yeah. then it would slowly build up mm. to that and it would give you more and more clips of it yeah stuff, like that. stuff like I, that i think it's awesome just it makes the, you come back and think more about it and it just shows like the foresight like they've wanted to go in this direction the whole time yeah and they're just like putting you along that path and well it's funny because it almost like messes with your emotions like all right this is where you're gonna end up at the end of the season mm. now let's try to make you think we're not gonna end up there yeah. <laughs> So it's it's a cool it's a cool tension nail biter. When you mentioned Scrubs, I thought about that episode with uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, 
Road to the Jungle? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably one of the best episodes, I think. Uh, the series. I can't pick a best one. I like the one in season eight with the, um, I can't remember his name, and it's going to sound bad, but I just remember, oh, Mr. Valentine. That's who he is. All right, never mind, saved it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's, uh, spoiler, he's dying. <laughs> oh, that, that's, you can't just say spoiler, you have to give him time to, like, No, that's how pause. he's introduced, like, yeah, he, he is dying, like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, he's dying okay. in the episode, and he has no family or anybody, and so they just spend the night talking to him. I think that one's a really good episode, hmm. because season eight or season one, those two are my favorite seasons of the show. Yeah, sorry. Well, during our spiel about the Las Vegas Film Festival, I lost got a wrecked. game of chess. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. You got wrecked. That's what happened. Last time it happened to you because you were talking about Mass Effect. <laughs> well, that wasn't a wreck. That was we were down to like bare bones. <laughs> you this got one. wrecked, right? I won. That was an hour and a half of chess. I didn't ask it to be an hour and a half of chess. All right. Well, <laughs> so I lost. I'm at fifty now, right? I'm almost at a year's worth of chess wins under my belt. Ooh, dang, Eddie. Get wrecked. Talking smack. Yeah, you're at 50, okay? Boom. Why don't you go ring a bell or something? Midlife crisis coming up. Midlife crisis coming up. <laughs> well, congratulations, Cody, on your win. Hey, thanks. I tried. <laughs> thanks for your support, Carlos. You being here really pushed me through. Well, you, you got, like, 50. You got 20 on Eddie, 30. 11. 11. Jeez, Carlos, maybe sound really <laughs> yeah. bad. All right, look at this guy taught me how to play chess. I'm almost there, okay? Now we know who Carlos is rooting for. Jeez. <laughs> Why do you there was that one week where you were winning. That one week? <laughs> we played chess once a week. And this is the last episode Carlos is ever on with Eddie. Because <laughs> you can't follow along. Um, do you guys have anything you want to wrap up? Um, any, final, any stories? Any stuff that's happened this past week? I don't care. If, wherever you live, if you get the chance to see like French Dirty or just like any, any film festival, any film festival, I really recommend going. Cody, do you have anything to add? Nope. Well, <laughs> well, balance out that long episode with a really short episode. Yeah, maybe we'll keep doing it this way. Easier to digest. All right. Well, without further ado, the moment you've all been waiting for. Should we let him? This is Carlos with the closing line of chess talk. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. It's not a fortune cookie. You don't have to put that much thought into it. <laughs> Confucius say. <laughs> if you don't like Big Red. <laughs> Enjoy your week. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>